Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now. And we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to your latest edition of Red Men Bite Size. It is Friday, the 13th of October. My name is Dan Club, and I'm going to go through some of the latest news in the world of the Reds. And the place to start is quite an unfortunate one, and it is the fact that Andy Robertson, Scotland captain, was injured on international duty last night as the Scots took on Spain, and they were looking to gain a place in Euro 2024. A point would have been enough for them to do that. Unfortunately, they got beat 2-0. They still only need a point to get through, so they should be able to achieve that. But the sad news from a Liverpool perspective was that the Scotland captain was taken off just before half-time after falling awkwardly after a collision with the Spanish goalkeeper. Now, he landed on his shoulder. It looked a painful one immediately, to be honest, and he was taken off straight away. Physio carried him around the pitch, essentially holding his arm. Um, he kind of like hung it up in some sort of makeshift type sling. But yeah, the physio was very much holding on to so we're making sure he didn't move too much and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, it doesn't look a great one. Steve Clark, the Scotland manager, spoke afterwards and immediately said Andy has hurt his shoulder. He will return to his club at Liverpool, of course, for a scan. There's been some further comments on that since. Um, Clark went on to say to the BBC, it was an immediate decision to take him off. He'll go back to his club and he'll be assessed. Obviously, he's hurt his shoulder. We'll have a look and then he'll go back to the club. Always seems to happen when you lose one player in a position. We lost Kevin Tierney on that side. Then Andy's picked up a shot older injury we'll see how it is how it settles down and hopefully is good for his club as quickly as possible and he's ready to help us in November so he's alluding to the fact there that Scotland will have more international fixtures in the middle of November during the next international break of course and Steve Clark looks or appears at least on the face of it to be optimistic that Robertson could return and play some sort of role in them so that would suggest that he will be back beforehand for Liverpool you would imagine and have played some football for those before so it does remain to be seen James Pearce confirmed that he will be undergoing a scan on Friday so at time of recording we know nothing about that scan the results of it or anything Let's hope for some positive news regarding that. And dislocations can be, they can be difficult ones, really. Difficult ones to assess from sort of a, a prognosis and sort of a length out time of point of view. Because if it could be really clean and sort of without any damaging anything else, like ligaments or anything around it, collarbone, that type of stuff. If you can be sort of a clean out and a clean in, who knows, you could be okay. And you could sort of be back within a matter of weeks. But if it complicates things and it wasn't clean, it's damaged something else on the way or whatever, you could be looking at possible surgery. And then, like I say, a longer time on the sideline, essentially. But yeah, let's all keep our fingers crossed that it was a relatively clean 
dislocation for Andy Robertson and he can get it popped back in, can get back into rehab quickly, a little bit of you know, a little bit of work with the physios and that type of stuff and back up and running straight away because he's going to be a blow. He's going to be a mess to Liverpool. There's no two ways about that. I mean, fixture-wise, Costas Timikas is likely to come in and be our left-back, you would imagine. And obviously, we've got the derby straight after the break. And then we've got fixtures such as Brentford, Luton, Nottingham Forest coming up. We've got Toulouse in the Europa League as well. There's a cup clash with Bournemouth on the horizon. So it's not too kind a fixture schedule to be losing a key player in. You never want to lose a key player full stop. But if you were to offer sort of a a set of fixtures coming up whereby you might need your understudy left back who happens to be a very good footballer as well. Seasoned international for Greeks, of course. It isn't the end of the world. Is it ideal? No, far from it. But it also isn't the end of the world. There's been a lot of talk about possible formation chains on the back of it and possibly going sort of three centre-backs with Quanta getting involved or Joe Gomez, whoever it may be. But yeah, I think like for like with Timakas looks like the most likely way Liverpool deal with this possibly with a little bit of Luke Chambers in those aforementioned cup games coming up as well. But yeah, not great news, not a great place to sort of start, but fingers crossed for some positive sort of outcome on the Andy Robertson case. And the next story I want to talk about comes from Germany and Christian Falk, the Sport Build reporter, tweeted earlier on today that according to their information, Liverpool are interested in bringing Max Abel as sporting director. The ex-Wolfsburg manager, Jörg Schmadke, is the current sports director of Jürgen Klopp's club since June, but he does also go on to say that Bayern Munich are also in talks with Abel. Now, this one's particularly interesting to me because I really want Liverpool to sign sort of their next long-term sporting director because I think Schmadke did a fine job over the summer. Like, wasn't perfect by any stretch, but it was okay. And it sort of stood us in decent stead for the season. However, we took this fella out of retirement to come and do this job for us. I don't think he's going to be sticking around for the next two, three years. So we need to go and get the guy who is the guy. Like we had Michael Edwards for so long and he was so successful. Julian Ward was supposed to be sort of the next Michael Edwards, but he only did the job for around the 12-month mark before he moved on for whatever reason. Liverpool need to, to get it right and we need to have the next one in place. And Max Abel fits the bill. He's of the quality. He's of the sort of the best in class type level that we need to be going and getting. There's a couple others around that you could do, Paul Mitchell, people like that. But for me, Max Abel will probably be the answer. I think he's got a really good track record. Obviously recently left Leipzig. The circumstances around that remain a little bit of a mystery from what I could gather. He just couldn't commit his future to Leipzig. He probably knew of the interest from Bayern Munich. He might have known of the interest from Liverpool as well. Who knows? But I think he would be a very good solution to the sporting director problem, dilemma, whatever way you want to call it. There's a good chance he'd rather go to Bayern Munich because Bayern Munich are the, the kings of the Bundesliga, of course. Who knows? But when I spoke to Konstantin Ekner, the Bundesliga commentator and journalist, on this recently, he said that the the backroom situation in Munich isn't exactly settled. So Abel might actually prefer a different destination because they lost Sally Hammonds, they lost Oliver Kahn, they obviously sacked Julian Nagelsmann. It's not perfect there, so it's not necessarily assuming that Abel would look at that prospect and go, yeah, that's for me. So, again, remains to be seen. Interesting Liverpool are seemingly at the table for him. I'm glad about that personally. Like I said, I think he would be a very good answer for what Liverpool need to do moving forwards. Um, so, yeah, remains to be seen. Let's see what happens next on that one. I want to whiz through some of the internationals that happened last night as well. Harvey Elliott was a standout performer for England under-21s. He's got two goals and one assist in the under-21s. Nine-long win over Serbia. And he actually got a 10 out of 10 
10. Sofa score of 18-4, that display as well, with some incredible stats on there. So credit to Harvey Elliott, really good performance there. Obviously, like I say, a 9-1 win would suggest that the under-21s were very much in control of that game, but Harvey Elliott was at the heart of that. He got 94 touches, 86% pass accuracy, five key passes, was successful with three of his crosses, four of his long balls, created two big chances, four shots on target, three shots off target, another shot blocked. He was successful with two of his dribbles. He hit the woodwork. He won four ground duels. He even won an aerial duel. So a proper, proper decent night's work from Harvey Elliott and good on him as well. Um, Jarell Quanto actually made his under-21s debut in that game too which is nice to see a bit of reward for what's been a very good start of the season for him Alexis McAllister also played really well for Argentina in their 1-0 win in the World Cup qualifiers over Paraguay he was the deepest line midfielder for Argentina and stood out massively 101 touches of the ball completed 78 of his 82 passes as well so had a really good night um, there's a little moment you've probably seen it on social media and stuff where he's sort of dribbling around people on the edge of the box suggesting that maybe he might still want to play a little bit more advanced than he has been doing for the Reds. But yeah, ultimately, a good night's work from him. And probably a needed one as well, because he has looked a little bit low in confidence recently. But um, yeah, let's hope that's given him a little bit of a perk up that he needs. And finally, the last news story I did want to touch on was Luis Diaz against Darwin Nunes. Darwin Nunes with a last-minute penalty to make it 2-2 between Colombia and Uruguay. So yeah, a goal for Nunes on international duty. That can only be a good thing as well. Well, so before I go, I do want to tell you about our offer we've got going on Redmen Plus right now. During this international break, we are giving you half price off Captain Yearly subscription. If you use the code BREAK when you're signing up, you will get that for 50% off. That includes all our content across the board, whether it be video or podcast form. Go and check it out. Go and get involved. There's loads of boss stuff on there all the time. Those expert insights I've already mentioned. There's also a special at the minute looking at the career so far of Ben Doak. Very exciting stuff there, I'm sure you will agree. We've also got Journal Insight every week, our match day content every time the Reds play, and yeah, just loads of boss stuff, really. Go and check it out. And of course, the Bobby Doc in full is on there. If you have seen Bobby Doc episode one on YouTube, then you will be desperate to watch the rest. They're all on redmenplus.com now. Head over there, get involved, use code BREAK, half price. What, what's not to love, essentially. Until next time, thank you very much for listening. Take it easy. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.